Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host, John Chapman, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today across the NFL. Despite the 49ers not having a game this week, uh, still a lot of relevant news out there, and I think I want to start uh, this episode off first and foremost just uh, welcoming C.J. Beathard back. Um, You know, it's been well documented, the tragic loss of his brother for standing up for a girl in a bar, uh, you know, stabbed to death, tragic accident. He joins the the team today and you know Matt Barrows of the Athletic who does a hell of a job covering the 49ers uh, probably my favorite beat writer out there um, you know he just talked about the difference and the I guess uplift that it brought to so many different players uh, having him out there and he wasn't alone rejoining the 49ers today Quan Alexander who you know they activated his three-week practice window yesterday it was his first time back there practicing which is just awesome and so you know just talk about this legendary player that is going to bring so much energy and effort and I, I can tell you this you know, you don't have to motivate players to play in the playoffs. If you can't get excited for that, and what the hell are you doing out there, right? But over their heads, the 49ers, they have this lingering thing. If we just win one game, the divisional round, whoever that's going to be against, we'll find out this Sunday, we get Quan back. We get Quan back. And you don't have to look much further then, you know, J.J. Watt and what's going on there and just how amped up they are to get that guy back. Uh, I think it's going to be huge. I'm really, really excited for what's to come and super excited just because the feeling that we're getting with, you know, D. Ford coming back this week, uh, being healthy after resting almost a full month and all that he means to this team, it's about to jump to another level. Once we get Quan back. So you're talking about getting two of the best defenders on this team back in successive weeks. It means a lot. Because if you look at what the 49ers defense was able to accomplish uh, before you know the first eight weeks of the season, they didn't allow 20 points in the game. <laughs> One team got to 20. Nobody got over 20. But then if you look at the last eight weeks, things definitely changed. And so... Super excited for what's to come there. Now, um, as we jump into the chat and all those things, I want to just real quick, let's transition. Let's throw up some game film here. Uh, This is the defensive film study from Week 17 in the Seattle Seahawks. And, uh, man, it was a lot of... This is over an hour and 10-minute breakdown. I got a little too uh, into it, so I apologize. (laughs) Uh, You know, we're probably not going to get through a lot of plays on here, but it just starts with the very first play of the game. It goes through it. As always, if you want to see and hear uh, the 
hour and 12 plus minute breakdown, which is stupid, I know. I have a problem, <laughs> but it's what it is. If you want to see that, head over to patreon.com. Just look up 49ers Rush Podcast and join there. The Frank Gore tier is just $8 a month, or you can click on the link that is in the description below, uh, which should be up there on all formats as well, or head to NinersRush.com, which I did want to take a real quick second and plug this because here's the deal. NinersRush.com, it's awesome. We've got a lot of people over there throwing up, uh, you know, just podcasts we've got up there. We've got articles. We've got all this. And one of my favorite articles uh, was just published a few hours ago, The Legend of the Fullback by Brandon Zenos, who's just a beast writer. He does a lot of the film clips and all that kind of stuff that we see. And it just goes back through the most memorable fullbacks, not only of the 49ers, which obviously they're represented, um, but also the NFL. Some of the awesome photography he was able to find. Uh, even mentioned uh, going back to the starting lineup figurines of Mike Allstott. It is a great piece to read. Again, head over to Niners Rush. Click Articles. Brandon put together a great piece of work. I'm a history guy. I teach history you know, full-time. That's my real job. This is just my fun job. And uh, anytime you combine history and football, I'm just like, I'm sold. That is crack to me. Uh, <laughs> love that stuff. So please head over there um, and check that out. Again, NinersRush.com. So couple things as we get into this. We're going to talk all pros. We're going to talk defensive performances, and we're going to talk uh, our bet of the week, which I got a big one. Uh, put together a teaser bet, a three-team teaser that I think we're going to get paid uh, off pretty well. We hit last week. I, I think we're just going to keep uh, making some money. So here we go. Uh, Niner by nature. John, if you had to pick between J.K. Dobbins and Swift, who would you choose? Um so they're both studs, and I think both of them are going to be the first and second draft pick off the board. And I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball because in a Kyle Shanahan system, I think Swift fits better. But I think I'm going to go Travis Etienne. Um, I know I've mispronounced that out of Clemson. Uh, I haven't got into all my draft work um, yet, but here's the deal. Uh, Kyle Shanahan never drafts running backs high. And he did go after Le'Veon Bell, which is interesting. But if I had to pick out of those two, I would choose Swift. But if I had to pick out of all of them, I'd take Travis um, from Clemson. I, I just think that that guy has an extra gear and is a one-cut runner. He's great in the passing game, and I think he just fits exactly what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. But uh, make no mistake, <laughs> I would be so happy with all three of those. I, I, 49ers don't have a second, third, or fourth round pick. I highly doubt they use the first rounder on a running back. So maybe in a trade back scenario uh, where they drop back and then do that, um, maybe that's going to be uh, one thing. Um, I hate you over here looking like Dr. Evil. You better hope. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Arnold uh, Niner. that is an awesome tag name. Uh, he's talking trash, getting it into politics. Love it. Appreciate that. Raymond, um, do you think Quan has a chance to play um, on January 11th? I do not. I really do not because Kyle Shanahan said they're looking for him to return the week after that. Maybe if something comes out. You know, we, we haven't heard. The three-week practice window has been set. So it does seem like Quan would be the last player off the IR. Each NFL team can only bring back two players. We already brought back Contavious Street, which you'll see at a couple plays um, in there on the defensive line. And so, you know, I, I think it's going to be Quan. He is going to return for some action. But you got to win a game. You got to go out there and win a game. Uh, where's the Kyle Shanahan red hat? I don't have it on. I'm failing. I'm a failure to everyone. I apologize. Um, 
let's see here. Yeah, Quan talking as if he's back already. Uh, you got to love that. You don't want to rush him back because you want him for the Super Bowl run. It's not enough to win the division. It's not enough to win the NFC. You want it all. And the 49ers, I think they have that shot. I really, really do. Um, let's see here. From Nick, do you think the pass rush can return to easy early season form with the addition of new players returning injured starters? Yes, D. Ford is key. D. Ford's more important to me than Quan Alexander. I think he just adds that extra element. Now, Drake Greenlaw is coming off of his best game as a pro. And as you guys watch the film that's up there, uh, hopefully you're joining us on YouTube or Twitch or Periscope so that you can see the film. It's just an extra added feature. If you are one of our traditional podcast listeners, just want to say thank you. Um, please keep listening. <laughs> uh, but if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And it'll if you hit the bell, it alerts you and you get to watch all the film and all that stuff as we talk about this. We want this to be the most interactive podcast podcast out there and Dre Greenlaw holy cow start to finish obviously the huge play where he stuffed you know Hollister at the one inch line to win the game was huge but he had about 10 other plays that game Dre Greenlaw is the owner of the Seattle Seahawks period you go back to the first meeting on November 11th he had the interception um, in overtime which should have iced the game but, uh, you know, they take that for what it is. But Dre Greenlaw is for real. So you bring back Quan. What does that mean for Dre? It just means that Dre is going to be the guy that is going to step up. It's going to be huge because here's what's going to happen. Uh, sorry, I forgot to give my wife her keys. Uh, <laughs> she, she was trying to make an appearance on the podcast. What's up, babe? <laughs> I almost got in trouble. Uh, whew, that was close. Anyway, uh, so what's going to happen is, you insert Quan into an every down roll, so you're going to have Quan and Fred Warner out there every single play. But now you are much more comfortable staying in your traditional four three setting, and you don't have a problem with that at all. Now, what you do have to measure is Kwan Williams versus Dre Greenlaw, and you allow both of those guys to work um, independently of each other because they'll sub out in and out in base and nickel packages. But it just makes everybody better because instead of having Aziz out there who's played great, uh, not knocking Aziz at all, but he is definitely not Quan Alexander. So really, the substitution or you know the replacement level that you're talking about or the opportunity cost is Quan Alexander over Aziz Al-Shahar, not Quan over Dre Greenlaw. Uh, that, that's the misconception there because they're both going to be getting their snaps. Yeah, Dre Greenlaw snaps will be knocked down considerably, but you're still talking 20-plus snaps in a given game, which is huge. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be huge. Tart coming back definitely plays a role, but I hate to say it, man. Marcel Harris the last couple of games has been key. I do think that there are some opponents where I would rather have Marcel Harris and some opponents where I'd rather have Tart. We're playing the Saints. I want Tart all day. Um, we're playing the Seahawks. I want Marcel Harris. So uh, we'll kind of see what happens. I think with the more mobile quarterback, I would prefer to have Marcel Harris out there, actually. Uh, so uh, take that for what you want. Uh, Nick, another question real quick. Any thought on the long-term health prospects of Jalen Hurd and Trent Taylor for next season? Yeah, kind of earlier in the season, right at about week 10 or 11, when Kyle Shanahan gave the last update on both of these players, it was basically, look, you're done this year. We're not even going to entertain the idea of bringing you back this year. Get ready for next year. So, we don't have a second pick. We don't have a third round pick. We don't have a fourth round pick. But we do have Jalen Hurd and Trent Taylor. 
And you definitely want both those guys coming back. Trent Taylor, he's got the foot issue, uh, which is just a crappy injury that just sticks with you for a long time. Jalen Hurd has the back issue. So, again, the way that we have to sell it to ourselves, I'm a huge draft guy. This is our second and third round pick. <laughs> so, for next year, we're getting these two guys back. Um, that That's just what it is. So, um, Niner by Nature, John, you are a handsome fella. Thank you, sir. What's up, Niner by Nature? Um, have you been using Manscaped always, man? Got to keep it clean down there, brother. Got to keep it. The funny thing is uh, my kids listen to the podcast, and they'll ask me questions about the sponsors. Um, what's it, what, What's Manscaped? And so I'm having this conversation with like an 11-year-old about what it is and all that stuff, and it, it's entertaining to say the, le- the least. Uh, Vincent, Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year's to everybody listening. And, man, uh, 2020, off to a crazy start. And who would have thought? <laughs> if if you would have said, you know, before the season started, look, 49ers are not going to be playing in the wild card round of the playoffs. Are you going to take it or leave it? I'd say, hell no, I'm not taking that. Because the idea of the 49ers getting the number one or two seed, we were the second worst team in the NFL. We picked number two for a reason last year. Yeah, there were a lot of injuries. Um, but you go from second worst in the NFL to second best if you count uh, regular season. You know, if the draft was today, we would be picking 31st with the Ravens having a better record. But that's it. That's the only team that you could put ahead of us based on the regular season resume. And it's pretty special, you know, what's happened. And so you got to love the way things are starting out in 2020. Hopefully this uh, stays that way. And back to Vincent, how do you feel about D Ford's chances of staying healthy through this postseason? Uh, you got to love it, man. Um, you know, they have been patient. It would have been very easy to rush him back and have him out there week 17. But you got the win despite resting him. Now they're slowly pulling him back. Okay, he was on the side doing conditioning drills the last two games. The hamstring for D Ford, it's a soft tissue in- injury that's easy to re-aggravate. It's a slow mountain climb. You rush it, you know, I coached track for a long time, and once those sprinters, those speed guys, which D Ford is, they, they get those issues, man, they just constantly hit repeat. Uh, they recycle, and the muscle memory is there, and you know that you can turn it on, but if you do it before it's ready, it just re-aggravates, which we already saw happen, and he's already had knee issues as well. So yeah, health is an issue, but you're doing everything right so far. You're slowly bringing him back, and you know that that's kind of key. You're, you're slowly bringing him back into where we are. Um, Nick, which line, offense or defense, will be the most impactful storyline in the upcoming playoff game for the Niners? Oh, it's going to be defensive line. You know, we don't know who we're playing. You know, the the first game of the week, um, for AFC doesn't really matter, right, for the 49ers. It's just about the NFC, and they both play on Sunday. The first game is the Saints versus the Vikings. If the Vikings win, that's who we're playing, period. If the Saints win, which everybody's projecting, I'm projecting as well, then we're going to play the winner of the Eagles or the Seahawks. That's the most likely thing. Regardless of whichever team that is, defensive line is going to be the most impactful. Uh, now it is both. It's not one or the other. You can't play that way. Offensive line's coming off probably their best game of the entire season. They gave up two sacks, but they were on the very first drive. Then after that, Jimmy G did not get touched. Um, he played a hell of a game. And if you didn't pay attention to our offensive breakdown of film, go back the previous episode, and you're going to have access to that on there. Uh, now, 
I am calling two games this week on the Hot Mic app. If you have not downloaded that yet, please go do so. Whether you have an iPhone or if you have an Android, just type in Hot Mic one word, wherever it is, uh, download that, and then use the invite code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. We are going to be calling the um, Patriots and the Titans, which is going to be a very, very fun game. Then we're also calling the second game in the NFC as well, the Eagles versus the Seahawks. So um, if you want more John Chapman in your life and you're tired of just announcers talking about stuff, uh, whatever is going on, uh, we're going to have a broadcast. I've been spending so much time breaking down their film and just doing the prep work in our production meetings and making sure we've got everything covered. Um, we're putting out some crazy effort. So please come join us on the Hot Mic app. One, it's more fun because it's interactive. You guys can ask questions during the broadcast and during commercial breaks instead of watching jack-in-the-box commercials or whatever else. We're answering your questions and breaking down film and football and scheme and all that stuff. And we're even able to get a little off-color and make it a little bit more fun. Um, so it's not just a cookie-cutter you know, play-by-play or broadcast out there. That's on the hot mic system. Um, John, what team would you want the Niners to play first in the playoffs? Uh, so here's I want to play the Green Bay Packers. We can't do that until the NFC Championship game. The team I don't want to play is the team we can't play again. That's the New Orleans Saints. I don't want to play them. So they're the two and three, so they're removed. Okay. Now, once we get into the pecking order, the next team I don't want to play is the Seattle Seahawks. I don't want to play them. Russell Wilson goes off. Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't like that. Now, once I do think that we can beat them again. Yeah, we beat them on the road. We're going to be playing them at home. I do think we can win no matter who we play. I like our chances. I don't care who it is. The 49ers should be favored in every single situation, including the Ravens. I do believe that. Um, We almost won in Baltimore. (laughs) And it was rainy, and it came down to the last second, all the other stuff. We should have won that game. I think we went on a neutral field. So uh, if I could choose to play anybody, I would say the Minnesota Vikings would be the easiest. Um, which they're going to have to beat the Saints, which would be ideal. And then we get to play against Kurt Cousins. Love that matchup. Then I would say the Eagles, then the Seattle Seahawks, and then um, the Saints out of the divisional uh, for who I'd want to play for the divisional round. But really it's just between those three teams, right? Um, So Seahawks I don't want to play. They're the number one power ranking out of those three teams. And then I would say um, the Philadelphia Eagles would be two, and the Minnesota Vikings would be last. I, I, I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I, I really, really don't. I think regular season, he's amazing. Prime time, it's just not there. <laughs> it's not there. So um, speaking of those games, let's jump now to our bet of the week. And I've only got one, and I'm really, really excited about it. Some of you guys might not like it, but I love it. This is a three-team teaser, so here's how this works. It's like a parlay, except you get more points. So the spread for each game, you get seven additional points. So here's how you do this. You head to mybookie.ag, the number one sports book online in the world, and whenever you sign up, you use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and they're going to double your initial deposit. So let's say you just want to bet with $20. You just want to start off small and just have fun with it. They're going to give you 20 additional dollars. So now you got 40 bucks to bet with, okay? Here's what you do. You click on the NFL playoffs, um, and it's going to pull up all the games. And here's the three picks I'm taking. So we get seven points. This is a seven-point teaser. It's plus 120 on each game. So, for instance, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills over the Texans not to win. That's not what I'm taking. The Buffalo Bills are plus two-and-a-half spread. So with a seven-point teaser, now I'm getting Buffalo plus nine-and-a-half. 
So Buffalo can lose this game and we still get covered because I think the Texans are going to win, but it's going to be a close game. But as long as the Texans don't win by 10 points or more, we're good there. The second game, again, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans, and I think the Titans have a chance to win outright. But I'm not betting that. (laughs) Titans are plus 5, and with the 7 points, now they're plus 12. The Patriots have not been blowing anybody out lately. Uh, they have struggled mightily on offense, and it does seem like the the, the theme is if you can score 21 points, you're going to beat the Patriots. This is going to be a very low-scoring game. They're going to run the ball a lot, and so again, I'm taking the both road teams in the AFC with this seven-point teaser. So Buffalo plus 9.5, Tennessee plus 12. Now let's jump over to the other game. I'm not betting that Seattle-Eagles uh, game just because you never know with those two. They're both Dr. Jackal, Mr. High teams. You never know what the hell they're going to do, so I'm just staying away from that one. I am taking the New Orleans Saints, which they're minus 8.5. That's a lot, a lot of points. But with the seven-point spread, that's down to minus one. So they just have to win by more than one point, and we're going to be covered. So this is the whole bet is bet 20 to win uh, 44 total or win 24 back, right? That's kind of how this works, plus 120. So again, my teaser bet of the week over on my bookie, the number one sports book betting site in the world. They have everything. And again, prop bets for each individual game. They've got playoff odds, Super Bowl odds, all those things. But again, NFL seven-point teaser, Buffalo plus 9.5, Titans plus 12, Saints minus 1. That is my teaser of the week and my bet of the week. Now, uh, Nick, thank you. Tell everybody to hit the like button. I suck at that, man. Uh, Please hit that like button. It helps us out. I want to talk about the All-Pro. Some good and some bad and surprises on both ends. Um, Number one, you've got to give it to... Uh, our tight end, the best tight end in the league. And here's how the all-pro system works, okay? Each position gets 50 votes. And once they do that, uh, whoever gets the most votes at that position is first team. Whoever gets the most, second most votes, second team. Now, some positions have more than one starter. So it, it started off ideally the best 22, right? So there's one quarterback, there were two wide receivers, there was one tight end, all this stuff. But now teams do so many different things. They've tried to add extra positions to try to facilitate that. Like, for example, there's a flex position on offense. So Christian McCaffrey, who was first-team all-pro running back, was also first-team all-pro flex spot. So he made it twice. And, you know, on defensive side, there's corners, defensive backs, and safeties. So it's not necessarily just the best 22, and it's kind of quirky and whatever else. But let's start off talking about George Kittle. Only two tight ends in the NFL got votes. Um, George Kittle won 33 out of the 50 votes, and Travis Kelsey got 17. That's it. Nobody else got a vote. So congratulations to George Kittle, the number one tight end in the NFL. And, man, pretty... It should have been a bigger margin than this. The only thing I can say is Kittle missed two games. Um, And so that's the only reason why I can justify Kelsey getting 17. Probably should have been closer to a 40-10 split. Um, Now, two two players made the second team. And this is where I kind of got a little bit, uh, I guess, butthurt, (laughs) uh, for lack of a better word, okay? So... Uh, Richard Sherman makes the second team all pro and hits a huge incentive package in his contract. And he, he gets paid an additional $4 million this year incentives, which, uh, he did not hit the 90% snap rate, but the 49ers covered him a million there. He did make the all pro, which was a million there. And he did make the all pro team, which is another 2 million. Richard Sherman bet on himself. 
And a lot of people gave him flack when he signed this contract. And if you haven't checked out Richard Sherman's Twitter feed today, it's wonderful. He is just retweeting all the past people that talk trash against him and his contract. Um, So first off, congratulations. Now, the corners that got first team over Richard Sherman, Stephen Gilmore, who was unanimous, all 50, he deserved it. Tredavious White, no problem with that. He got 38 votes. The problem that I have is in the DB section, okay, the defensive back section. They only named one. Richard Sherman got 10 votes for cornerbacks, and then he also got three, uh, five votes for defensive back. That's 15 total votes. The person that made first team all defensive back was Marcus Peters with seven I hate the way that they did this because it split Richard Sherman's votes, almost like a third party in a political race, and it allowed Marcus Peters to be first team. No way in hell Marcus Peters has had a better season than Richard Sherman. No way in hell. Um, you know, Sherman gave up one touchdown week one. That's it. Peters has given up five touchdowns. Now, Peters has more interceptions and all that stuff, but he's also among the league leaders in yards allowed receiving. Um, anyway. Now, other players, we have one more, and this was a shock to me. DeForest Buckner, he makes second-team All-Pro interior lineman. Uh, I did not expect this whatsoever. You know, Aaron Donald got 49 of 50 votes. Cameron Hayward, 23. That's the first-teamers. But you get two interior linemen that start. So Grady Jarrett got 11, and DeForest Buckner got 7. So those are the second-team. Just want to say congrats. Um... DeForest Buckner did not have an all-pro level season. He sure as hell did last year, and he kind of lost out on that. So uh, a lot of people in the NFL are starting to recognize that, and that is huge. So shout out to him for that. Now, there are some other 49ers that got votes. You know, if we look at uh, Nick Bosa got two votes on edge. Linebacker Fred Warner got six. Kwan Williams got two at defensive back. And then special teams Raheem Mostert got one. That's all the 49ers that got votes. Um, and so it's very, you know, <laughs> seven players receiving all pro-type votes is huge. Uh, it's pretty special. We should have had the biggest snub to me was one, I think Fred Warner probably should have been on there on linebacker. You know, you look at Bobby Wagner got 32. Demaria Davis got 18. Kendricks got 18. Luke Keekley got 17. Um, I think he should have been ahead of, kind of in that territory. Do you want to move Luke Keekley out? That's rough. He's in there because of his name. But, you know, he got six. He needed 11 more votes to get that second team all pro, but it was close. I think a lot of problem is, you know, Fred Warner's coming off his worst game on the biggest stage of the year. If he would have made some impactful plays a Sunday night against the Seahawks, I think that would have pushed him up in that category. Um, but it didn't. And then if we talk edge rushers, how do you count Eric Armstead? And this is going to be a huge problem for the contract. Is he an edge guy or is he an interior guy? He should have got votes somewhere on one of those. Um, So I really do disagree with that. And I also do think it's funny. Fletcher Cox, who only got one vote, actually got the Pro Bowl vote over DeForest Buckner, who got seven. So uh, And and it's it's a flawed process. There's no doubt about that. And if you you want to know why it's a flawed process, Terrell Edmonds, the safety for Pittsburgh, who almost got benched this year, got one vote. He has not even been a starter-level player in the NFL. Um, I think somebody voted for his brother, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, his, his twin brother, but they got the names mixed up. And so just to let you know, it's not a perfect process, uh, needless to say. So... 
We'll see what happens with that. But other than that, guys, uh, that's going to do it for us today. I know it's a little bit short, uh, but I've got some stuff i got to get to. And, and here's the thing. We are working on some pretty cool stuff coming forward, You know, uh, putting together a video compilation now. I'm calling the next two games, and then we're going to move on to our opponents. But we're also putting together a top plays of the year that I'd like to show for you guys, which takes a little while. I'm working on the film stuff to get together for you guys. But we got a lot of stuff coming for you. As always, please hit subscribe. Really do appreciate you guys and thank you for all the support and as always stay strong faithful you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.